This is the EWN Radio Network. Welcome to the Live Your Spa Life Show. Spa Life is where accomplishment and harmony coexist. Now, here's your host and Spa Life curator, Diane Halfman. Hello, and welcome to the next episode of the Live Your Spa Life Show. Spa Life is a lifestyle that accepts that accomplishment and harmony coexist. I am so thrilled to have our guest for today, Tanya Hoffman. She is the CEO and founder of the Public Speakers Association. Welcome, Tanya. Hey, everybody. I'm so glad to be here. Oh, so great to have this conversation with you. I mean, we're going to be talking about how people are spending their time and what they're doing. I mean, we know lots of people that are accomplished, but they don't necessarily do it with harmony. I mean, you have a lot going on. You've been on the front cover of five magazines and the host of your own Tanya Hoffman's fabulous TV show. So tell us a little bit about that in terms of how do you balance all that? Well, a lot of times people are looking at, oh, another thing to add to my plate or, you know, I got to spin another plate or throw another ball in the hair. What I try to do is just Velcro it all together. So you're spinning one plate or throwing one ball up at the time. And it works so much easier that way because we are only one person. So stop trying to multiply yourself out instead of figuring out how do you do this all together and in harmony, right? Oh, I love that so much, you know, because so many people live their life by default where they just let things happen. And so here at Spa Life, we always talk about how we can design our life and actually create the life that we want to have. So what are some of the things that you do to create and allow you to have that spa life? You know, it's about really having that personality that says, I don't have to be perfect. And when you let that go, and believe me, it took me a while because I'm a you know, recovering perfectionist along with a recovering, you know, other things. You let go of the idea that everything has to happen immediately, that results happen immediately, that yourself, you have to give yourself permission to grow gradually as well. But you've got to push. And so that's the balance is going and giving yourself permission to not you know, have to have everything exactly right, but yet also push yourself to do something amazing. Right. Oh, I like that because, you know, the perfection part, I mean, we all want to look like so great. I mean, I've talked, you know, with our listeners before about the facade, about how we all look so great on the outside, or we hope to look as best as we can on the outside, but there could be all kinds of craziness going on on the backside. And you have to kind of forgive yourself that, you know, let things go and flow, do the best that you can, and really just step forward with that best foot. So I appreciate that. Um, I'd love, Tanya, for you to talk about challenging yourself every day and allowing others to shine in their brilliance and smile. Can you step into a little bit more about that? So I see this as a real dilemma, especially for women. I think a lot of it is allowing also the opportunity for people to help you to say, I'm not perfect and it's okay to show people that I'm not perfect so that I can actually get help. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what is up with that women? So, you know, so ladies look at when you give people the opportunity to help you, you're actually asking for something so vitally important for them. And that's letting them shine in their brilliance. And at the same time, you're getting help, you know? So, <laughs> yay. <laughs> yay, right? 
myself no one needs to know that I don't know how to do you know an email campaign or whatever <laughs> you know let it go and just ask somebody for their brilliant moment oh I love that so much you know just asking for help you know and one of the things that we're talking about which I call the new addiction is busyness like you ask somebody like hey how you doing I mean what's the first thing people say oh I'm so busy like that's like this new badge of honor that people are wearing and you know in that so busy. I mean, we all have the same 24 hours in the day. Tanya, how do you make the most impact in your day knowing that, hey, time is a limited resource? So you do have to give yourself time for you. And I know that a lot of times people look at that as a luxury and you have to have a downtime. And whatever that means to you, it could be gardening, it could be writing, it could be watching a show, you know, okay, fine. <laughs> You know, whatever it is so that you can just shut off and that way when you are on, you're like fully on. And so I love it when for myself, you know, I have the same goal every year. People are like, well, that must be a sucky goal if you never change it. But it's to look back at myself the year before and not recognize myself. I love showing people this picture of me. This is me in 2005. Hello, <laughs> complete introvert, you know, complete, don't look at me. This was me at a holiday gala, ladies. Yeah, this is what I wore for a gala. So that's how much of an introvert I was. And I realized I had to get out of my own way. I had to shine. I had to say, people can see me and it's okay because I'm brilliant and I'm fabulous. And then allowing others to show their brilliance and fabulous lets them also change and develop. So it's, it's a real opportunity for you to go out there and make a difference in the world, which always starts with you, right? Ah, oh, so good. I love that. Thank you so much for showing your path because, you know, those are some of the things that are behind the scene that people would kind of be suppressed and like, oh, I'm either embarrassed or this is where I was at. But to really acknowledge like where you've come from and moving, that just allows everyone to step into their brilliance. And I love that your show is called, you know, The fabulous TV show. And even when I was interviewing, Carrie was talking about like, wow, it's like, you're going to talk about how fabulous you are. Like, is that like, how does that come across with people? I go, you know what? If we can't step into what we are fabulous about, then everyone else can't step into that for themselves and see that we all have a fabulous aspect to ourselves. So I love that this is your platform. Well, you know, it is so funny because I was at an event one time and I was telling people, you know, you have to be fabulous and, and here's my book. You know, you can see my books back there. It's got my picture on them. You know, everything is now me because it's forcing me to say, oh, I'm fabulous enough to have my head on the front page. <laughs> We're going to make little mustaches. You know, like people would do that anyways, you know. <laughs> But this guy came up to me afterwards and he's like, well, you really must think a lot of yourself. You know, you got your name on everything. You're always talking about how fabulous you are. I said, so why is it that that's not okay, right? And we had this great discussion and it wasn't about me at all. It was about him not wanting to step into his brilliance, you know? And I always look at, you've got to be the plop. Without a plop in the water, there is no ripples. So if you're trying to just sneaky, sneak into the water without <laughs> a little I mean, toe, a little baby toe, yeah, you're like, I, I don't know. You got to jump in because you can't change your life 
until you change your life, right? You have to create the life you want. And then you can't create a different life for your family, your friends, and the beautiful people that you're going to meet unless you start it, right? Yes. Ah, oh, so great. You know, so speaking of books, I mean, you're a best-selling author of seven. So tell us a little bit more about your books. Oh my goodness. You know, it's kind of funny because I have an English degree. And writing my first one in 2012 was like the hardest thing I've ever done because it really brought out my perfectionist. And because I was used to reading Shakespeare, I was like, this is so bad, right? (laughs) And so finally I had to just like let it go, hire a coach, right? My publisher coached me through the process and get it done. And then when I realized, oh my gosh, now I've got, you know, chapters and books. So now you have anthologies. There's so many different ways. My last one was a tip book. And so it's 50 tips. So you look at how do you just start getting your information out there and just do it and get over the perfection thing of it's not good enough. Right. Oh, it's so refreshing that you're actually getting your message out. I mean, Carrie and I were just talking about, you know, they say that the wealthiest place of information is the graveyard for the people that never got their message out. They never shared it, you know, waiting for it to be, you know, the perfect paragraph or the perfect, you know, thing that comes out. And of course we want our work to be a reflection of us and have, you know, our best work come out. But if it doesn't come out at all, then it doesn't even start the conversation. And I look at a lot of times with books, I don't know how you feel about this, about just starting the conversation with people, letting them know where you're coming from in your perspective. And they can always just ask you more about it and be able to just have a deeper conversation about your perspective and how you can support them and what it looks like. But it's like, you know, that step in the direction of sharing your brilliance. Well, it's the idea that we're always comparing ourselves to other people and people are completely different right? So if they look at you, they're like, oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. And she seems like she's got it all together. And then, you know, what's our reality, right? I can't be you. So it's best to be me. <laughs> yes. And you yeah. do it so well. <laughs> yeah, right. And I know because everyone always, oh, who should I emulate? Who should I be just like? And I know I did it right? Oh, I need to you know, do this differently in front of the room. Oh, I need to do this differently because so-and-so is doing that. Now you try things because see, you know, especially those that you're like trying to go, oh my gosh, she is, I like the way she did that. But then you've got to be yourself. And yeah. as soon as you peel that layer off of you and say, okay, I don't need to be the fabulous Diane. I could be Tanya. Then suddenly people believe you because you're actually being authentic at that point. Right, right. Well, and when you give yourself to be, you know, permission to be yourself, then it gives other people the position to go, hey, you know, this is who I am and this is what it looks like. I mean, I can remember even when I was starting out in business and I was, you know, helping organize people, I remember thinking like, well, what more am I going to offer to people? Don't people already know how to do that? Or, you know, is it really that much different than what other people are doing? And what I realized is that in order for people to learn, they have to hear things multiple times. Some people say seven times, some people say 21 times. And sometimes it's the person, the messenger of who they hear it from where it actually lands for them. So if we don't actually give our gift in the world and we don't share the things that we do, there's someone out there that's not hearing it and they're actually not able to grow and change because we were the messenger, right? Exactly. You got to do it. 
It's about attracting people to you that are actually attracted to you. And this is the whole thing is like back then I was like, I'm just little Tanya who would want to hear me. Why would I, you know, and then I started realizing that "Hmm, there's people who actually like me. Oh, they actually understand me. Oh, you know, and you start realizing that you do have this attraction to you. I know one of my clients in the past, he was so funny because he has no personality. I mean, how is that possible? I have no idea. But he has no change in facial. He barely blinks. I mean, he will be on my show. And I'm like, how do you do that? (laughs) Monotone the whole time. And he was trying to figure out how does he show up into the world? How can he, without having a personality, how do you show up? And what he found is that is a personality. Right. Right. And so now he does this great show about, guess what? The geek stuff, right? He's got talks about Star Wars and comic books and he's like perfect. And he's got all these people who resonate with him that that's who they connect to. Right, right. Well, and how impressive for him just to step into him because now there's going to be other people that are going to relate to that and they're going to be his people, right? And they'll be able to step in. So that leads me to ask you, so can anyone be a speaker? Yes. And this is the big elephant in the room because most people think you have to have the personality of Tony Robbins or, you know, whoever. And it is you. This is what people want. And I've seen the worst presentations ever turn into a lot of money for those people. You know, one of the ladies, people always ask me, you know, who is your favorite speaker? And they're expecting me to say one of the big guys. And mine was a lady who was a member of the Public Speakers Association. And we do a virtual summit every month. And when she joined, she was like, I don't know. I I have never done a presentation. She was like so nervous. And I was like, okay, let's get it on the calendar. She called me every day trying to cancel. Right? (laughs) I'm not ready. I'm not ready, which is the the favorite thing of everybody. It's like, I'm not ready. And so I kept encouraging her. She showed up that day, which I wasn't quite sure she would. And there was about 25 people on live. She started her presentation two sentences in after I introduced her, she starts hyperventilating. She grabs water, she's like, "Mm -hmm." okay. And she goes again. And she did that every two sentences, she would hyperventilate. And she'd go, and back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Now, usually in something like that, everyone drops on a call. 20 people stayed on. And I'm not sure why they were just waiting for the train wreck or, you know, what they were expecting, but they stayed on listen. And then at the end, I was, came back on. I'm like, you did it. She gave up <laughs> the biggest exhausted laugh and woohoo, you know, that I have ever heard. You just felt all that energy just flood out of her. Mm. All of a sudden, the lines lit up. People were like, congratulations, you did it. Great Aww, job. How sweet. She called me two weeks later crying, saying that she closed $5,000 from the worst presentation ever because her information is good, right? Connected with people. So if she could do it, anybody listening can do it. Well, it's so impressive. You know, when you think about it, just stepping out and doing it, because if you're just being your authentic self and you're just giving your message, I mean, yes, we want to have, you know, the best delivery we can have and come across to people. But, you know, 
I think people probably saw that she had that. And, you know, where they say like people like death is like right up there with public speaking. People think we're crazy that you and I do this, right? It's more important for us to connect the message and to land with people so that they can live the life that they want to live. They can step outside their comfort zone and make that happen. So just the fact that everyone just step into where they are, doesn't matter where they are, they just do it, right? So they can have that life that they want to have. So I love that you're doing this. Oh, so much fun. So good. So one of the things I love to ask is that, so in spa life, we look at creating an environment. Like, so our environment really pulls us into having the experience that we want to have. And so in our home, each room is, or should be a reflection of something different. So we would have a different experience in our bedroom than we would our kitchen or our family room. So I have to ask you, what is your favorite room and why? Oh, there's so many. Let's see. <laughs> that is an awesome question because every room represents something different, you know, right? and I guess probably the family room because that's where we all come together and enjoy some time together, which is probably for me, it's the most amazing part of living is that connection factor with people you love. Yes. Oh, I love that so much. You know, I, you know, part of why I asked that question is I always like people just to kind of invoke how are they feeling in their space, right? I mean, sometimes we run around and we don't really look at like, how do I feel in this space? Like, what kind of experience do I want to have here? And so that's one of the things that we look at in spa life is like, what is that sense of not just accomplishment, but what is that harmony that we're having? And is it reflected in our space? And, and how does that look like? And so I've got so many different answers around that. So I love to see like where people are at and how they're experiencing their space and and to bring that to our people. So I know that people are going to want to connect with you even more. So how can they connect with you? Well, you can always go to the website, public speakers with an S association, all spelled out.com. You can definitely get connected there or just simply email me because I want to know every single one of you and how I can help you. I know a few people and I love connecting as you know, Diane knows. So Tanya, T-O-N-Y-A, at Tanya, T-O-N-Y-A, Hoffman. Now, my husband's family doesn't know how to spell their last name, right? So H-O-F, one of them like Frank, M-A-N-N, so nancynancy.com, one F, two Ns.com. Ah, perfect. Well, listeners, you are definitely going to want to connect with Tanya. She does know everyone. She has these great connections. So especially if you want to be a speaker and really step outside of yourself, she is the connection to make that happen. So we really appreciate you guys being with us. And if you want to really learn also about how to live your spa life, uh, I also have a gift for you where you can go to dianehaffman.com forward slash guide. And it'll talk even further about the principles we talked about in terms of having, you know, looking at your environment and looking at your physical space and looking at the way where you can have accomplishment and harmony in your life. Exactly the things that Tanya and I are standing for and striving for. And we want that for you too. So Tanya, thank you so much for being here with our listeners and sharing all of your fabulous brilliance. Yay. Thank you. Uh, You got it. All right, listeners, until we speak and connect again, live your spa life. Bye for now. Your host and spa life curator, Diane Halfman, wants you to know you can download her free guide to start living your spa life right now. Go to dianehalfman.com and click on the link for the nine secrets to step into your spa life. Now, live your spa life where accomplishment and harmony coexist. 
You know what drives me crazy? When business owners believe that just because they're not on stage speaking, they don't need stage presence. Stages come in all shapes and sizes. You're on the stage when you're in a boardroom, talking to a prospect, or introducing yourself and your company. I invite you to join me on a free educational webinar called How to Triple Your Income Through Speaking. Learn the critical ingredients to make impact and income on any type of stage. Go to speakersuccessformula.com and grab your spot now. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. Are you ready to rise up and share all your greatness to the world? Stop playing small and settling for mediocrity? If so, then you need to join us at our eWomen Network Entrepreneur Conference and Business Expo in Dallas this year, August 3rd through the 5th. There will be hundreds of women entrepreneurs from all over the world waiting to meet you to share knowledge, wisdom, and even partnerships. Get ready to be coached by me and learn from other multi-million dollar speakers who will teach, inspire, motivate, and guide you to transform your thinking from small to big. And you can't beat the food and fun at our Saturday night dance party either. Look, no one makes it alone, so it's time to stop trying to be the COE, chief of everything, and step into your role as CEO. There is nothing like the eWomen Network Conference to bring out your genius and help you take action on living your dream. Register at eWomenNetwork.com. This is the EWN Radio Network. <laughs> 